My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And on today's episode, we will conduct a post-mortem of Friday night's dreadful game against the Bills, take a look at a few stories around the league, put together the Panthers' 53-man roster, discuss a topic sent to us in our mailbag, and preview week three of the preseason. Before we get started talking about the game Friday night, I do want to send a shout-out to my good friend Amy, who provided Jerry and I with tickets to Friday night's game. It was hot. But it was awesome. Tickets were great. We very much appreciate it. Thank you. All right, Jerry, let's get started. Uh, how did you feel about the game Friday? Well, first of all, it is preseason, so we shouldn't overreact. With that said, it's time to fire Ron Rivera, Marty Herney, clear the roster, and start from scratch. Just, yeah. you know. Yep. <laughs> uh, except for Burns, all of our draft picks are total failures. Yep. This was Burn it uh, down. a real wake-up call yeah. for Panthers fans everywhere. Now, um, here's the notes that I have for the game. Panthers look bad. Offensive line looked bad. Defense looked bad. QBs looked bad. RBs actually looked decent when they got a chance. Yeah, Kicking was good, but special teams overall was bad. I mean, with preseason, they don't game plan. It's, you know, vanilla offense, vanilla defense. But, like, Greg Little was beaten a lot. The O-line, like you said. So... There's a lot to look at film and kind of worry about it. You want to see at least an effort, you know, put forth by your guys. And I just feel like there wasn't a lot of effort no. put forth out there. The Bills just wanted to win that game. I mean, you know, who cares if you win or lose the game in preseason? But, you know, they wanted to show their coach and their fans that they are ready for the regular season. And our guys just didn't seem like they cared that much. No. I mean, yeah, Luke, Cam. CMC, they didn't start, but there's other starters out there. Like, the whole secondary was our first string, and they just got torched. Yeah, the starting defensive line was out there as well. Uh, they didn't put any pressure on, you know, Josh Allen or Barkley. Josh Allen was 9 for 11, 102 yards. Matt Barkley, 8 for 10, 110 yards and a touchdown. I mean, they looked like they were professionals out there, and we looked like we just didn't want to be there. Yeah. And it was hot. You know, I get it, but man, you got to be professional. You yeah. know, go out there and put put forth an effort. Yeah, it, that's pathetic. I mean, just Josh Allen and Matt Barkley, they they picked our defense apart. Yeah. It was sad. It was sad. Um, our quarterbacks, by comparison, I mean, Will Greer, 10 for 19. Kyle Allen, 4 for 11. Uh, the yards are, I mean, none of our quarterbacks threw for 100 yards. And they just looked bad. I mean, Passes in the dirt, passes 10 yards before where they needed to be. Greer threw a terrible interception. Um, Will Greer, Greer started off bad. He missed Curtis Samuel wide open on that first drive. Mm-hmm. And it, it didn't get better. It They're fighting for a position, a backup quarterback. No one wants to take it. No, I mean, I, Tyler Heineke looked okay, but or Taylor Heineke, I always say Tyler Heineke. Taylor Heineke. Looked pretty good, but he was going against fifth stringers. You know, I mean, how much faith can you really put in that? Yeah, I mean, you wonder if he's going to play more higher up this week. 
you feel like they've kind of given up on him. Like I, I, I mean, even today I read an article where Rivera was talking about the backup spot, and he was talking about Allen and Greer. He didn't even mention Heineke. If that's the case, it's time to start looking at the rest of the NFL. Maybe there's a guy out there that can get cut or, you know, a veteran. Look, Josh McCown just got signed. Maybe look that route. Because right yeah. now, if Will Greer or Kyle Allen has to start any of the games this week or this season, it's a, it's an L. Yeah, let's let's troll the color commentator booths, you know, on some <laughs> NFL uh broadcasting team hey tony you want to come out of retirement right (laughs) (laughs) oh man i don't know i mean you know you've got fitzpatrick maybe somebody that could get traded before the season you know fifth or sixth round pick for him that's not a bad idea no not at all so yeah quarterbacks you know awful um rush running backs i thought looked pretty good overall really uh they didn't get a lot of opportunities scarlet had eight carries for 35 yards he was the most utilized in terms of carries and it was his first action of the preseason right uh i realize why we drafted him now he looked quick he looks you know spry i mean he made some guys miss and you know from everything i've heard from practice is he's the closest to cmc of our backups in terms of skill set he did have a catch as well for 14 yards uh, Bonifan looked good again. I mean, he had four receptions for 32 yards, three carries for 15 yards. Again, these guys didn't get a lot of carries. Holyfield, three for 17. Artis Payne, four for 18. Uh, there just wasn't a lot of work in terms of running the ball. Not but... when you're going three outs, three and out, because on That's third true. down yeah. or second down, you know, the quarterback is missing wide open receivers. Right. I mean, I see 42 passes, 21 runs. Um compared to 31 and 31 for for Buffalo. So they got a lot more opportunity to showcase some of their guys uh, just because they were moving the ball and we weren't. Yeah, for backup running back, I, they're fighting for the job. The quarterbacks don't seem to want it. It's like a hot potato. And it's just as close of a competition, really, with the quarterbacks. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised, honestly. I thought that they would show... I thought one of the quarterbacks would step up. Again, Heineke had a good game, but... You know, I think we kind of just need to write him off. I don't even think he'll play in the third preseason game. Another issue I want to really look at is the backup middle linebacker position. Luke and Shaq didn't play. Right. Again, we're running 3-4. But Jermaine Carter and Andre Smith looked awful. They actually gave defensive player of the game to Jermaine Carter because he had seven tackles. He only had seven tackles because he let... Seven passes go by him. <laughs> let him catch. He's a good tackler. I don't think he fits this 4-3. Yeah, I think we need to look three, elsewhere. You mean 3-4. Sorry. Yeah. Yes, 3-4. Yeah. I think he fits the 4-3 with him being the run-stuffing middle linebacker that occasionally dropped back into coverage. But with this 3-4, he's going to have to do more pass coverage, and he doesn't have it. Well, you hope that guys like him and Kanasics... I don't even know how to pronounce his name, but uh, that these guys aren't going to be out there much with, you know, Keekley and Shaq. But Keekley's injury history, I mean, you really need somebody there. I mean, you got Bruce Irvin who will play, you know, who could play that position if yeah. pressed into it. But, uh, of course, with the 3-4, you know, you've got a lot of pieces that can kind of be interchanged there. But, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, the defense overall, 
Yeah. You know, we talked about the offense a lot looking poor, but the defense looked just as bad. Cole Beasley looked like Wes Welker in his prime. Like, <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, I mean, all the all of those guys looked great. You know, they were they wanted to be out there and they wanted to play hard. Josh and, Allen is the most accurate quarterback all of a sudden. Nine out of eleven. Like, come on. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, we had one sack. Split between Addison and Corn Elder. Um, offensive line looked bad. You know, lots of holding calls, oh. uh, hands to the face calls, drive killers. You know, and then the Greg, Little. Greg Little was a turnstile. Yeah, and the one time I saw him not be a turnstile, he laid on the ground and started flopping around like a fish and got a holding penalty. No, a chop block on him. Yeah, what well, I mean. Nothing else was working. He had to try a new strategy. <laughs> dead fish! Dead fish! Dead fish! <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know how much more we can really say about the game. Special teams, which was a strength last week, you know, other than Sly, who continues to impress as a kicker, special teams look bad. I yeah. saw Godwin had, it didn't have really many opportunities. What do you have? One punt return, I think. And he, he, well, two punt returns, it says. I think one of them was a fair catch, but. You know, nine yards on one punt return. Although, I did notice he made a couple of guys miss. And nine yards isn't horrible. No. It's not stellar. No, but, but he just, but didn't, get, I he felt just like didn't get the chances. He didn't get the chances, and not only that... Well, yeah, our defense didn't stop him. But we didn't let stop them when they we punted to them. They had a lot of good returns themselves. Right, that's what I'm saying. Our, our, our special teams as a whole looked pretty bad. Uh, even Pilardi, a couple of his punts were... Not very good. I'm not gonna knock on Pilardi that much. He's he's got a leg on him, but he did have seven punts <laughs> in a preseason game. He had seven punts. Poor guy's gonna have to ice down his leg after the game. But but only one of those was inside the twenty, and he had two touchbacks. So I mean, again, he didn't seem to be very accurate. Uh, Joey Sly, again, two for two, had a 54 yarder. I mean, that guy, you know, he's proving that he belongs on an NFL roster. Will it be Carolina? I don't know. Well, Graham Gano is not playing this week. They've already ruled him out. Right. So, he looks like he's can make a little wave in our pool. At least get a trade for him or Gano. I don't know what else he could do to prove that he belongs on the team. I, I mean, mean, he bit, missed that, what, 58-yarder during the game? But yeah, that but was, that was, but that he was had on a penalty. Leg. It was on a penalty, too. So, that one doesn't even count. Yeah. You know. Um but yeah, he he's looked great. So uh, it counts when you look at the, at the game. It does, even though it doesn't count on the scoreboard. This training camp, it counts to all the NFL teams looking yeah, around. Yeah, but I mean, you know, the penalty could have. I, mean, I think it was an offsides penalty. It could have affected him, you know, in kicking the ball. Mm. You know, if the guy was coming across quick, you know, he may have just rushed that kick. Um, either way. Let's move into Heroes and Zeros real quick. Um, I don't want to spend a ton of time on this terrible, terrible game. Walk uh, you walk you off the edge there. Right. Uh, my hero is Joey Sly. I'm going to start off with the hero. Uh, I thought he looked the best, looked like he wanted it, and he really has kind of been an MVP. I mean, as kind of bad as that sounds, <laughs> you know, he's been the most consistent guy throughout the preseason so far. I mean, he's making Cano's seat hot, so yeah. Yeah. Who's your hero? 
Oh, I was going to do my hero last to get in on a positive okay. note, but okay. if we... <laughs> no, no, I'll go ahead and do mine. My, so my zeros are the team. <laughs> I mean, just the team overall, the preparation, uh, lack of effort. Uh, my zero is the Carolina Panthers. Okay. Now, I'm going to go ahead and start off with my zeros. I have two of them. Jermaine Carter, as I mentioned before, he, he just really did not contest the cat. He watched the receivers catch the ball and then tackled them. Don't try to swat at their arm or try to hit them hard to knock the ball loose. Man, just (laughs) bad coverage. My other one was the flopping around fish, Greg Little. Mm -hmm. Uh, Originally, he was supposed to be competing for that starting left tackle job. And after that showing, I mean, yeah, he's still a rookie. He's got time to learn. But I'm not going to lie. I'd be a little nervous if he had to start. I agree, and again, I, you know, before you get to your hero, I don't want to overreact too much. He did have a pretty decent first game, according to his PFF score, at least. Um, but yeah, he looked bad this game, so he's definitely gonna have to step up next week. And my hero, Jordan Scarlett, first preseason game showed a lot, looked good. I really like that kid. I agree. Uh, I would be happy, and we'll talk about our fifty-three, you know, in a bit. But I'd be happy if he made the team. Yeah, I think he's solidly on there, on the roster. Now let's go over to the NFL news. Real quickly, the Panthers signed guard Tyler Catalina and linebacker Brandon Bell. Uh, Due to injuries, they put a couple guys on IR. They bring these guys in. Unfortunately, these are just camp bodies bringing in at this time. Yeah, you never know. I mean, you know, last year we brought in Chris Clark during the season, and he actually, you know, he was a guy that struggling to make or you know have any significant time on a team and actually played really well for us last year so maybe Catalina I don't know you know maybe one of these guys does something special in camp but you're probably right they're probably here for a couple of weeks and they'll be gone uh former NFL running back Cedric Benson passed away in a motorcycle accident on August 17th 2019 uh our condolences go out to his family and friends yeah really sad he was only 36 years old for some reason I thought he was older than that it feels like he's been out of the league for you know 10 years but i had a couple of good seasons with uh cincinnati Mm -hmm. he also played uh, for the bears and packers played for the bears and packers yeah but uh yeah really sad when somebody that young you know goes especially in that way yeah antonio brown's helmet was denied he will play contrary to what he said before the verdict but then he didn't practice on sunday supposedly he was at practice monday and he's testing another helmet to see if it passes. Yeah, I'm, I'm done talking about Antonio Brown. He's going to play. Everybody knows he's going to play. He's just posturing. He probably doesn't want to do any training camp or, you know, practice preseason. He just doesn't want to do it. He's a diva. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, Patriots wide receiver Josh Gordon got reinstated. That's big news. Yeah, very big news, especially in the fantasy front. Um, just in general, I don't see how someone gets like a sixth seventh eighth try but hey you know martavius bryant still suspended indefinitely justin blackman but uh, somehow yeah this last suspension for him was kind of weird i don't really remember the details or even if we got details as to why he was suspended but uh you know it just shows if you've got talent you're gonna you're gonna get chance after chance and he's got a ton of talent i I mean, mean would it surprise you at all if he is a 1500 yard receiver this year no not at all the guy has so much talent yeah 
I mean, it's it's sad because he's mostly busted for weed, and that's you know legal. It's not, a topic, mo- not a topic for this show. It, well, it's legal <laughs> in most sta- in a lo- lot some, of states. Some states, yeah. So, mm. uh, anyways, moving on. Serious injury for the Los Angeles Chargers. Safety Derwin James will have surgery on a stress fracture in his right foot, missing three to four months. Yeah, that's pretty much the season. Uh, you know, if they make the playoffs, I, I suppose he could be back for that. But with no conditioning or anything, I mean, they're, they're already down Melvin Gordon, you know, on their offense. So uh, a contender in the, you know, preseason power rankings and everything, everybody thinks great things are coming from them. They had a great season last year. Yeah, training but, camp's been brutal on them. Yeah. I uh, mean, I don't know what to think about them. No. I, thankfully, the Panthers have not had their training camp luck. Everybody looks pretty healthy for the most part. Yeah, we've kind of been the anti-Chargers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, our spirits died with the Bills game, but other than that, there's been no real injuries. All right, let's go ahead and in NFL news and move on to Steven and I making the 53-man roster. A lot of these players are pretty much shoe-in, but then we have the little guys on the end, the bubbles, and we're going to go ahead and make our picks. Do you want to go ahead and start off? Yeah, let's. I think we maybe just go position by position here. Um, okay. A lot of these, I think, are going to be similar, uh, particularly quarterback. I think Newton, Allen, Greer. I've got them in that order. I do too. Yeah. It's. I. Taylor Heineke looked really good against the Bills, but again, it looks like they've already moved on. Like he's just in the room. Yeah, it's kind of unfortunate too because uh, I'd like I wouldn't mind seeing him have a shot, but I think. You know, if it's if it's me, play Will Greer that entire fourth preseason game. I want to see him out there the entire game. And if he looks decent, then you know move him up to number two. If not, then Allen's number two. Heineke, throw him on the practice squad if he lasts there. I don't know. All right, moving on to running back. I have Christian McCaffrey, Alex Arma, Cameron Artis Payne, and Jordan Scarlett. Bonavan. I like him. He looks really good, but I just... They spent a draft pick on Jordan Scarlett. They brought back Cameron Artis Payne. I feel like they're they're pigeonholing that those two. And Alex Arma, fullback. Just. Yeah, Alex Arma's going to make the team. Uh, I think they've got him kind of with the tight end group in terms of practice and everything. But um, I do differ with you a little bit here on running back. I've got McCaffrey... Um, Scarlet and I've got Bonifan instead of Cap. I think Cap has, you know, in my opinion, worn out his welcome. He's not really getting a lot of run in preseason. You could look at that two ways. You could look at that they've already decided he's going to make the team, or you could look at that and say we've seen everything we need to see from him. Uh, and you know, if these other guys pop, then we're fine letting him go. I'm looking at it that way. See, I'm looking at it. He's getting te- uh, reps with the first and second team, so I think they're trying to not get him injured. I mean, that could be, but he just, I don't know. He's Cameron Ars Payne. He's done nothing his career with us, and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing him leave the team, and Scarlett has looked good. Again, it's preseason, but I like Bonifan. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I like the guy. I'm not knocking yeah. him. I think we can probably zoom through tight end. Olsen, Thomas, Manhurt seem to be penciled in there. What? With permanent marker. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're there. Same. Yeah. Um, offensive line is, I think, pretty set as well. Daryl Williams, Van Rotten, 
Roten. Roten. Uh, Paradise. Trey Turner. Moton. Greg Little. Just because we drafted him. Not based on his performance. Um, Tyler, Loss, La, uh, Tyler Larson. I've got Taylor Hearn and Brandon Green. I differ there. I have Dennis Daly and Brandon Green. I Brandon Green is currently injured, and supposedly he's probably going to miss against the Patriots, but I think hopefully he'll be healthy and will show up the fourth preseason game look good. The only reason I've got Hearn on you know here instead of Daly is you know he played last year for us. I think he actually started a couple of games for us. Um, he did get knocked out in a street fight and looked like a little something. <laughs> uh, but he does have, you know, chops. He's been on the team and he's played, you know, for us last year. I, th- I think he probably makes it over daily based solely on I, that. I mean, if Rivera is familiar with him and North Turner's, that's not the worst thought process. Yeah. Uh, let's do wide receiver. Uh, DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, Jarius Wright, Chris Hogan, I have Terry Godwin and Rashad Ross as my last two. I think, I I know everybody's going to say Torrey Smith. I think we should trade him. I don't think he really fits this roster anymore. Could we get anything for Torrey Smith? I think we could probably get a six-round pick. I know we restructured, restructured his contract, so therefore, you know, we can't really cut him, which I thought, and save money. But I think we may be able to trade him and get, like, he's only... One two million dollar cap hit, so I could see a team like you know, Baltimore, someone who's needs a receiver, come after him. I don't. I mean, that that's similar to what I have. Uh, I, I have a little bit of a different order. I've got Moore and Samuel as the starters, and then I've got Hogan coming third with Jarius Wright. Uh, I got. I do have Godwin, and then I've got Torrey Smith in there because I think they like the veteran leadership. Again, this is another guy who's been on the team. He knows the guys. He seems to be a really good locker room guy. And I think at that fifth or sixth wide receiver position, you know, you're not looking for a superstar. You're looking for somebody that maybe brings something else to the team. And I think Torrey Smith does that. If Torrey Smith is not on the team, I don't think they go Ross. I think they go probably Aldrick Robinson just because he is a veteran. And Ross, even though he, he did catch a touchdown, we didn't really talk about that, but he caught a touchdown at the end of the game against the Bills. But... Other than that, I haven't really seen him spark a lot. No, but I think he also offers you some help in the special teams as Gunner and even a punt returner if Godwin isn't there. That's true. So that's true. That that's where I see that. Uh, they might not even keep six receivers. No, we. <laughs> you know, I think we think that Godwin has done enough to make the team. And he's they spent a draft pick on. Yeah, that's a huge deal. Yeah, I, I think that's kind of where we're getting six receivers from. But uh, yeah, okay, I, I think we keep Torrey Smith, and you hope that we trade him. I, I'd be okay if they trade him. If they got something for him, I'd be okay with that. But. I you'll, think he wants to be on the team, and I think they like him a lot. You'll see soon see the GM and me always wanting to get more draft picks. <laughs> Speaking of which, let's go to the defensive line. <laughs> um, I've got KK, McCoy, Poe, Love, Obata, Cox, and I've got Vernon Butler staying on the team. Again, another guy who's been on the team. At this point, he can be considered a veteran. Uh, just a depth move, and he's cheap. He's like two point three million dollars against the cap or something he costs nothing and he's been on the team and it was that's not cheap for a speed bump 
Ask those running backs. All right, all right. Give us, <laughs> give us your plan for Vernon Butler. Again, I'm going to see if we can trade him. Call up David Gettleman because he loves those hog mollies. Oh, see yeah. if we can get maybe a bag of magic beans because it's better than what he's actually performing out there. I don't think we get anything for him. I don't think he's played well enough. I, I think a team will still see his potential and maybe give up something. I'd be again, another guy where I'd be perfectly fine if we could trade him for something. but And then maybe wa- watch the waiver wire. See if a, a, guy, true. a it, cheaper option comes about. This and again, this is you know all of this is guys that are currently on the team, but there will be cuts. There will be veterans cut who probably will make the team instead of some of these guys. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to outside linebacker. Uh, Brian Burns definitely on the team. Bruce Irvin definitely on the team. Mario Addison definitely on the team. Then I have Marquise Haynes and Christian Miller. Seems pretty solid there. Don't. I've got the same. Uh, Miller is kind of the only question mark, but because he was a fourth-round pick, I think, yeah. this year, I don't see them He looked him. decent last week. I mean, yeah. he didn't show off like Marquise Haynes or Brian Burns, but, I mean, he's, like, solid. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've got the same. I, I don't know that there's much room to uh, differ there. Um, I've got Keekly for, for, for middle linebacker. Keekly, uh, Shaq, uh, Jermaine Carter, even though he didn't look very good in the Bills game, and then Andre Smith. Um, I have all those, but I also added Jordan Gunetsky, or what, how, Gunetsk, I can't say his name. Didn't he play Jim on The Office? Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, he looked really good last week. I, you know, I could see us going with him, probably another guy who can add to special teams, so just go with him, and honestly, he looked better than a lot of the other guys filling in. Yeah, I think I took him off. Uh, I, I only have four middle linebackers, and I think I added Vernon Butler on the defensive line. Yeah. I felt like that was a spot where another depth piece might be a little more important. Um, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'd be okay with that as well. All right. Let's move on to cornerback. I have Bradbury, Dante Jackson, Ross Cockrell, Javian Elliott, and Cornelder. Yep, I've got the same. Uh, yeah. I, didn't, I haven't seen anybody... Other than those guys, even really on the field, yeah. and uh, I think uh, you know, Cornelder may or may not make it. Yeah, I could see that him getting let go. I think he could be one of those training camp casualties that you know, once the cuts come and you see another uh, DB out there that yeah. you, you know is going to get cut. You know, yeah. I think Ross Cockrell with him playing free safety and doing well back there too. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, and then being able to play corner as well. I think that's solidified his spot. And Javian Elliott supposedly is really looking good, especially in that nickel position. Yeah, and, and he'll be a special teams guy as well. So, yeah. um, Safety, I've got Reed, uh, Trey Boston, Rashawn Galden, and uh, Colin Jones. Yeah, I don't even want to call him a safety anymore. <laughs> I'm just going to call him a special teamer because if we have to play him in safety, we're going to lose. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's I, ma- think I think I could play made- safety as good as him. I remember him making one really good play, sure. and that might be... He's like Jadavion Clowney. You make one super good play, and all of a sudden, <laughs> your legend you know, is better than you actually are. But he, Again, he's always the captain of the special team. So he's he's always that gunner, and they like him. They like him. Um, and finally, specialist, I you know maybe a little surprise here. I've got Joey Sly. What? Yeah. I got, uh, obviously, Pilardi. J.J. Jansen is our long snapper. Um, but yeah, I've got Sly making it over Gano. Um, two reasons. One, I think Gano 
you know, he's hurt or he's injured. He's something's going on with him. They're not comfortable with him kicking. And Sly has just he's been great. See, I don't okay. If we get rid of Kanoe, he has to be traded. Yes. He he's otherwise if And we I think he very easily could be traded. And I think we could get more for him than we could for Sly. Okay. Which is another reason why I've chosen Sly to stay on the team. See, I have Gano just because Ron loves his veterans. He Same does. with Harrison Butker he a does. couple years ago. He does. And we've, and, fe- we've, and I've made this point across the roster so far. But, you know, <laughs> they did this with Butker a couple of years ago. And, you know, Butker has kicked really well for the Chiefs. I wish we would have kept Butker. But we've, I do too. We've discussed this. So. I do too. And I, and I wonder if they're going to look at that and say... Well, do we want to do this Butker deal again where we lose this guy? You know, it's not a guarantee you get anything for him. He was an undrafted kicker. Yeah. Um, but I think you definitely can get something for Gano, maybe like a fourth round pick. Yeah, I agree. Gano is a, I mean, he's a good kicker. And I'd be okay with him being on the team, but I think you could get something for him. And Joey Sly has just really impressed me. He has more upswing, too. Gano's yeah. been there. He's he's starting to age out. He's a, He's a. A lot of money towards the cap. I agree. Well, and he was hurt. Wasn't he hurt towards the end of last year? Gano was. Yeah. Yeah. And he was injured a couple of years ago. He's he's got those injuries. Yeah. So that's the fifty three. Um, you know, we'll revisit it again uh, after cuts and everything before week one. But um, I think that's a, that's a good team on paper. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to our meow mix mailbag. Uh, this one is from Mister L. Cam Newton is a glorified running back. Prove me wrong. Well, it'll be hard to just say, answer that, but let's go ahead and go over some stats. Well, it's, it's not hard to answer that. Okay. It's not hard to answer that. Um, do you want to start? Because I'm fired up about this. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go ahead. Uh, he broke the rookie record for most passing yards by a rookie. Uh, I think it has been since been broken at, by at Love. At the time, it was the record. So... Uh, first quarterback to throw 400 yards in his first game. And then he did it again the next game. 857 yards in his first two games. Mm-hmm. Has a career quarterback rating of 86.4, with his second highest being last year with 94.2. And that's with his messed up shoulder. Right. And every other year he's been playing with the same coordinator, except for last year and the first year, which have been his best years passing. So, unfortunately, Mike Shula was very conservative and really hurt, I think, his progression slash his stats, which everybody looks at. Um, He currently is averaging 231.5 yards per game. Passing yards per game. Passing yards per game, yes. We need to make sure because he's saying running back. Mm -hmm. Um, According to profootballreference.com, he is currently at 27 of all time with that stat. That's all time. All time. You know, there have been thousands of quarterbacks in the NFL. He is in the top 30 all time in passing yards per game, glorified running back. Yeah. That's insane. All right. Let me start. Okay. Okay. All right. You mentioned passer rating, 86.4. That's 30th all time. Okay. For his career, 30th all time. That's tied with a guy named Dan Marino. I never uh, that, heard gl- of him. that glorified uh, running back, Dan Marino. Never heard of him. Uh, he has 182 passing touchdowns. That's tied for 58th. Again, 58th all time. And he will move up into the top 40 probably this year. 
If he throws 26, he'll be tied with Kurt Warner. Never heard of him. At 208, another glorified running back. Uh, 28,469 passing yards for his career. That's 57th passing yards, 57th, you know, all time. Uh, He will pass 30,000 this year, which only 45 quarterbacks have ever done for their career. Uh, He could pass Troy Aikman this year. Ever heard of Troy Aikman? Another Hall of Fame quarterback. Um, Again, that's passing yards. Uh, His pass interception percentage is 2.7%. So that's of every pass he throws, 2.7% are intercepted. That's top 35 all time. All time of all quarterbacks. Okay, that's throwing the ball. Uh, one of only five players all time that have thrown five passing touchdowns at least three times in one season. The others, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Dante Culpepper. I've heard of them. All, all glorified running backs. Okay. But you cannot talk about Cam Newton without talking about the running. Okay. Those are all passing stats and they're all very good. Okay, he's a very, very good passing quarterback. But what makes him one of the best quarterbacks of all time and the best dual threat running quarterback of all time is the rushing. He is third all time in QB rushing yards at 4,800. He will pass uh, Randall Cunningham for second this year. He just needs 100 yards. He is first all time in QB rushing touchdowns at 58. That's first all time, and it's not even close. Second place is like 34 or something. <laughs> it's not even close. Um, he is he has the most games in NFL history with a passing and rushing touchdown in the same game. He is fifth of any position, running back or quarterback, in rushing yards per game at 5.2. Uh, I'm sorry, insane. per carry. Per carry, 5.2. Fifth all time of anyone. Uh, and he is 52nd in rushing touchdowns all time for any any player, running back or quarterback. Yeah. Okay? He's going to end up in the top 50 of running back stats. Yeah. I mean, it's insane. It's insane. He is the best dual threat. He, no, there's, there's been nobody like him in the league no. ever. And I think that scares people. And it makes people think that he's not a real quarterback because he does all the running. That just enhances his game to a level that we've never seen. He's a nightmare for defensive coordinators. That's he's, he's a night. He, he is. And and you know, by the way, 2015 MVP. Who did he have to throw the ball to? Devin Funches. Devin Funches. Ted Ginn. Philly Brown. Jericho Cotri. Jericho Cotri. You know, and Jericho Cotri on the last legs of his career. Yeah, I think Ted he retired Ginn, after that year. Actually, Ted Ginn had been on I don't know how many teams, and he came in here. And, you know, all of a sudden he, you know, earns a big contract, you know, from Arizona the next year. Uh, Devin Funches was a rookie. Yep. Our number one, you know, receiver went out with an ACL injury in training camp that year. And then Philly Brown has not even been on a team since then. Philly Brown is bagging groceries. Nobody (laughs) even knows who that guy is. And Uh, I think he was starting the Super Bowl, too. Yes. And, and Cam Newton won the MVP. He threw for 35 touchdowns. And he, he ran in another 10 touchdowns. He's one of the only quarterbacks to ever have 500 rushing yards and five uh, rushing touchdowns in like six consecutive seasons. It's never been done. 
this stuff that he's he's doing has never been done. There's no book on it. It's ridiculous to me that you say he's a glorified running back. He has skills of a great running back. He has skills of a great quarterback. He's there's never been anyone like him. And I'm sorry. You know, glorified running back. F- you. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I mean, f- you. <laughs> it's okay. Well, thank you for your email. <laughs> yes, please, please continue to send those emails in. <laughs> please listen. Okay, got a uh, Stephen a little hot under the I'm collar sweating. there. Sweating. <laughs> and if you want your uh, email read on with us, please email us at meowmixmailbag at gmail dot com. Hopefully, Stephen doesn't bust an aneurysm on everybody. Ugh, but let's move on because so we've got a game this week. The Walkthrough for the regular season. Hopefully starters will start. Ron's saying Cam will play, but he said that twice before already. So, Panthers versus Patriots. What are you looking forward to? Well, I'm obviously looking forward to seeing the starters. Um, I want to see how this offense looks with Cam and Christian out there. Um, I, I don't I don't need to see them for the whole quarter. I mean, a lot of times, you know, in the past, the methodology has been your starters play into the third quarter of the third preseason game. I don't need to see that. Play them the full first quarter. You know, if things are not looking good, then put him in the second quarter. If things, if he's thrown a couple of touchdowns and has looked sharp, then take him out after the first quarter. I'm fine with that. I agree. Uh, I really need to see them with a game plan and kind of move the ball because yeah. that offense really hasn't moved the ball that well at let me all see, this preseason right with the let backups. me see a couple of plays that you're going to run in the regular season you know let's get these guys some practice cam you know he didn't practice fully last year after like week four you know he was skipping practices we don't want to see that again like let him get out there and get some rapport with these guys yeah now Let's move to the other side. I want to see how the pass defense holds up against Brady and Jarrett Stidham. I don't know if Brady's actually going to play. 42 years old. I mean, he's been in that offense forever. He's a genius. He's a GOAT. We all know that. But I would like to see how our defense reacts to them. Well, their backup, Stiddle, he's looked really good. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen Patriot fans saying, yeah, you know, if Brady decides to retire after this year, maybe it's not all doom and gloom. You yeah. know, this guy's looked pretty good. But, you know, we're going to have Keekly out there for the first time. And, you know, he is the field general on defense. And I think the defense is going to look a lot different with him out there calling out the plays. You know, he's going to be ready. And they're um, game planning. Yeah. So they better be ready for those short, intermediate passes that some reason our defense always suck at. Well, you know that Belichick is going to want to go out there and put on a show. Like, he, even though he doesn't care about preseason, whatever, he doesn't want to get embarrassed. No. So, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing Keekly as well. Um, Shaq, I don't think Shaq has played no, in he the hasn't. preseason yet. So having having our starting linebackers out there, um, the, the entire starting defense, I'm looking forward to that as well. Uh, I, would, I want to see Brian Burns mix in there too with the starters. Yes, yeah. yeah. I know, I know and Bruce like to see Irvin him make is another already big play. starting, but I want to see Bruce Irvin go out there with the starters and wreak some havoc. I know he was injured last week and played a little bit. I want to see him get in our sack, or at least get a couple pressures on Brady or Stidham or whoever starts that for them. Yeah, I'd like to see I'd like to see Haynes get in there as well. Yeah, I mean let's, um, and I'd like to see Scarlett get in 
and Bonifan get in with the starting running backs uh, or with the the starters on offense. Um, you know, just at least Scarlet. You know, give Scarlet a couple of runs, spell McCaffrey for you know a Ho- series, something like that. Hopefully, we'll have a nice long drive that he needs to spell. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I'd like to see you know I want to see Sly again. I'm a Sly man. You know, I'm a Sly fan. <laughs> <laughs> I want Sly to make the team. I want to see him go out there and kick three field goals. One of them past 50 yards again. Oh, I did too. And, and worst case scenario, <clears throat> maybe get a trade. Like I said, I'm, yeah. my GM saying... I think if he has another good game, I honestly think that they will trade Gano. I, I honestly think they I'm will. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I think Gano's cost too much money for how pedestrian his kicks are. Like, he had that one great kick against the Giants last year. But if you look at the rest of his stats, he missed a lot of extra points. We could have won some games if he kicked better. You're right. Uh, I mean, he, you're right. And he did have the game winner against New York, but he did lose us a couple of games as well. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm a, like I said, I'm a Sly fan. I want to see, I want to see him look good. Uh, I want to see one of our backup quarterbacks, Allen or Greer, step up. I know they won't play with the starters, but I want them to step up and take this job. Neither one has looked like they want it. I want one guy to go out there and be like, yeah, I want to win. I want this job. I'm an NFL quarterback and look like it because neither one of them look like it right now. I agree. Um, yeah, I want to see uh, – I do. I want to see one of them do something. And I think it's, it'll probably be Kyle Allen, and I'll be fine with that. I want to see – you know, I, I don't expect – Will Greer to go out there and set the world on fire. He's a rookie. He was a third-round pick. Obviously, most teams did not feel like he was ready to lead an offense in the NFL level right now. Um, but Kyle Allen did it last year. He started a game last year. He looked pretty good in that game. Um, so, yeah, I'd like to see Kyle Allen do something special out there for sure. Um, from the Patriots' side, I really want to see Stidham. I want to see him live. Uh, I want to see him go up against didn't know what could be a great defense this year. Um, he, he's been amazing. I mean, he, he's been it, one of the best quarterbacks in the league in the preseason. Belichick just, he'll get a guy, and he can make them into a great quarterback under his system. I, just, it, I, don't, I don't know how he does it. I, I don't know. It's the system and him, his coaching. Uh, I also want to see their uh, rookie chase, or rookie defensive end chase Vinovich. Um I liked him coming out of college. I was hoping maybe we'd grab him in the like late second, mm-hmm. early third, but it looks like we went ahead and drafted Burns and moved on. Uh he's looked really good in the preseason. I want to see him go up against Greg Little. I want to yeah. see Greg Little shut him down. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we'll probably see quite a bit of that. I would imagine both of those guys will play deep into the second quarter, maybe even the third quarter. Yeah. Little should be out there as much as possible. Yeah, he needs experience. Yeah. I think Daryl Williams has the, his job solidified at the left tackle. So, yeah. Thursday night, 7 o'clock. Tune in. Well, thank you for listening to Meow Mix Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Meow Mix Podcast or email any questions or comments to meowmixmailbag at gmail.com. Keep pounding.